Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Sonia Arista, who is the National Healthcare Practice Lead for Fortinet. Uh, Sonia, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thank you, Nick. So we had a fascinating roundtable discussion in Nashville last week, uh, which is the second one that we've done together. We did one in Boston earlier in the year. So do you want to provide some observations on comparisons between the two or, you know, maybe contrast them? Yeah, sure. So, you know, the Boston and uh, the Nashville dinners were very similar in the sense that consistently leaders are still struggling with adequate governance structures to support their programs. And they kind of recognize that there's still some work to be done in terms of culture shifts to help enforce policy, really at the executive management level. So although I feel in general, both groups felt like they had support and to some extent they were feeling adequate uh, financial support, I think that culture shift and training and awareness of their their constituency is still very top of mind as the first gate of detection and protection against cyber threats. So I think that overall, they're still struggling in that respect. The second component that I feel has become more of a topic of conversation is the acknowledgement that the leaders need to look at their portfolios. And not only from an OPEX reduction standpoint and a, and a resource standpoint, start to look at driving more automation of policy and enforcement, but they need to really be uh, mindful of not letting their security portfolios getting so large that they become a management problem. Because as we know, you know, the CISOs and CIOs traditionally struggle with just third-party vendor management overall as it relates to their software and IT portfolio. If security is not careful, there seems to be an acknowledgement that that is also leading to that kind of burdensome third-party, you know, management on behalf of on behalf of the security teams as well. So one of the things we discussed, the topic that came up early on in the conversation, was this disconnect that's going on between IT and operations in a lot of organisations. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, based on the conversation we had, how, how do we get to that common language where there's, they're able to communicate with each other effectively? Yeah, I think recognition that uh, visibility on east-west traffic is, is more a topic of conversation. We did talk about, you know, a little bit in the technical details around segmentation and to what extent they felt like they had adequately segmented um, their environment. Talked a little bit about uh, risk assessments. I mean, when you think about IT and OT um, recognition on network uh, assets and identifying the potential vulnerabilities or threat vectors for each of those solutions that, that is on the network, Really, risk assessing the environment is now beyond just the spectrum of, you know, the, the IPs related to the data center and the cloud. So I think that in that way and looking at some of the statistics around cameras and card devices and other periphery IT being the, the entry point to data stores is getting more recognition. But quite frankly, I think once those assets became networked, they were sort of on the purview of the CIO's realm anyway. But to the extent that they've incorporated OT into their overall vulnerability assessment processes, that remains to be seen. I get the sense from both groups, actually, that they, they still have a little bit ways to go in that respect. Yeah, we also talked about increased telemedicine and how that's going to lead to a proliferation of assets that are either owned or contracted as um provider in the provider space are trying to go after reimbursement from uh, CMS and taking advantage of, of the more extensive coding and um, 
and actually just just providing service to a broader field with telemedicine. So that's going to also be, I think, a bigger point of discussion. It was already somewhat of a point of discussion, but that kind of acknowledgement that beyond medical devices, the the additional assets related to telemedicine were going to pose a, a little bit of a, a change in the program. So another topic that came up, and I think it might have been somewhat specific to the audience, given that there was a fairly heavy healthcare uh, audience based on the topic that we were covering. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of court talk about uh, merger and acquisitions and the implications for security. So any takeaways from that particular discussion there? Yeah, by far the second most popular topic is M&A because um, it has, you know, it has governance implications. People are all over the map on their inclusion in some of the due diligence activities uh, related to M&A. Most likely, I'd say the majority are in the camp that they really find out um, with little lead time that they're going to have a new newly acquired entity. And to the extent that they can understand the IT portfolio and subsequent security portfolio is daunting. I think that there's a broader recognition that that acquisition activity immediately changes your uh, risk posture. So day plus one of um, an acquisition, the entity is now, for all intents and purposes, a a newly branded entity in some cases, and the risk posture needs to be assessed, you know, readily at that that point again. So big, big struggles still with M&A. The market is certainly driving that activity, and some information security programs are on the forefront of trying to get some sort of framework to do rapid assessment, hopefully pre-acquisition, but they're certainly playing catch up on the backside. And they're really trying to leverage some technologies to get that frontline visibility uh, in a short time. And um, finally, what were, I guess, your, your takeaways from the event? What, um, what stuck with you? Takeaways were consistent, you know, from Nashville to Boston. Operational cost reduction still incredibly top of mind resource constraints and uh, changing, um, you know, changing seats, if you will, within their uh, information security program teams has been um, a challenge because of the the market need right now for security professionals. I think that if I had to say, you know, in a a nutshell, governance um, is still an issue or governance is not, you know, adequate to support information security programs. And across the board, I'm still hearing consistently that the board is not really recognizing security as as much as it should within the corporate agenda. Yeah, those were certainly, I guess, key themes that I come across in both of the, the um, discussions that we had. Well, well, Sonia, thank you ever so much. Uh, I, I certainly enjoyed the discussion last week. That's uh, Sonia Arista, who's the National Healthcare Practice Lead at Fortinet. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.